This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 834 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you, one day at a time. horse people coach jen here and thanks for tuning in to horse tip daily today's tip is from Smokey branneman from horseman services in greenleaf wisconsin he raises and trains registered quarter horses of his own out there in wisconsin trains youngsters and remedial horses for his clients and teaches clinics all around the united states today Smokey explains how to safely and effectively teach your horse to drag an object that you have dallied to your saddle or in my case just holding the rope in your hand And we'll get right to our training tip after this equestrian collections tip. Hi everybody, Glenn here with the Horse Radio Network, and I am with Debbie from Equestrian Collections with their product of the week. Hi Glenn, this week I'm featuring a new helmet that we have on our site called the Snowbee 660 Protecta Helmet. And the reason I'm featuring this, um, it comes in all, you know, the regular sizes for adults, but... This is something that we get a lot of calls for that we haven't been able to supply too much until now, and that is a schooling-type helmet for a little child. This goes all the way down to 48 centimeters, which equates to 19 inches um, in uh, around the head. You measure around the head, you know, right above the eyebrow ridge, and that will fit some of the smaller riders that are out there. It comes in a couple of colors, a uh, pink blue and black so if a little girl would like to have a pink one then that's there but if you want something that you can actually you know go in in some low level shows with you can get the black one um, and it's only sixty nine ninety nine, and it goes down to those unusually small sizes which is the thing that I really wanted to um, to bring to the uh, your listeners attention that that this uh, when they're looking for a little helmet that this is one to look for I was a little surprised at all the calls that we get for little riders, but I think um, everybody's starting out uh, early, and that's and it's always good to be have a good helmet for that. And of course, this is certified; um, is all of our helmets are certified that we sell. So, uh, take a look at the Snowbee Protecta 660 helmet. And the price is right for especially for a kids' helmet or an adult helmet. The price is right either way, at under seventy dollars. So check them out at EquestrianCollections.com. The Snowbee Six Sixty Protect a Helmet. And I am just thrilled that Smokey Brandeman is back with us. We haven't been been able to chit chat for quite some time. You've been busy breaking colts and taking care of the farm, as they say. We've got Smokey Brandeman back with us. The head honcho and chief cook and bottle washer at Horseman Services Limited, and he's going to help us out with some training tips. I get emails regularly from listeners, and they ask me questions via email and also through the Facebook page, so I posed a few of those to Smokey, and we're going to go through a couple of those in these next few tips. So this first one we're going to start with, Smoke, is from a listener who's been listening for a number of years. How She, she likes to do trail riding. And she wants to try her hand at competitive trail riding. And she wants to know, how does she start to teach her horse to let her drag something on the end of a rope, like a a tree limb or a tire like they use in these competitions, safely? Because she's really not too sure what that horse is going to do. Okay. Well, 
it's really it's really not that difficult to teach a horse how to pull something. The the key is to work to work your your rope and start your dragging process on the ground so that you and your horse can stay in control and you can control the horse better. And the way I usually start my young horses to start learning how to drag things is I'll take just the lariat rope itself and I'll throw it over the top of their back and I'll lead them with that with that lariat rope dragging down the side of them. So they get the feel of that rope along their sides and around their hips and around their legs and you can control them on the ground and get them to turn and stop and feel the pressure of that rope on their hindquarters and on their legs and and then gradually as they get used to that working off of both sides and and the feel of that rope dragging beside them on both sides then I'll add a grain sack so that they can get a visual of something pulled behind them and little by little I'll take that grain sack and I'll start filling it full of shavings or sawdust to add the weight to that thing and as I get more and more to the point where they're packing 15 or 20 pounds on the end of that rope, then I will get on when they're comfortable with that, and I'll take a log that I have a notch cut in. And the, the first log is only just a small post that you can pull by hand, and you don't have to dally off with it, and you can get on your horse and start riding and pull a little bit at a time while you're pulling that log alongside. And eventually, as they get used to doing that with you, just pulling it by hand, then you can dally off to a bigger log and start doing the same thing. But you never want to tie off hard and fast so you can't get away from that log if they happen to get scared or, or upset. You always want to have your dallies loose and able to come off at a moment's notice to keep yourself from getting in a wreck. That's, and that's how you would start that's to how you would start. learn how to drag them. So th- this is coming from a person who has absolutely zero experience with what a lasso does and what a lasso can do. When you say that you can take the lasso rope and put it over the horse, um, give me a little bit more of a visual because I'm not having a hard time visualizing what that looks like because I'm really not familiar with lassos. Well, basically all you're doing, you don't, you don't have to have a loop in it or anything else. You're just putting a length of rope um, on the outside of the horse on the right side because you're riding with your left hand. And most people are right-handed, so they're going to dally off with their right hand. So you're just letting that rope drag alongside your horse on the ground and behind your horse so that they get the feel of that rope dragging alongside. And then you add your bag and, ah. and your small logs and, and keep working up through the process. Oh, now, that, now see, now I've got a good visual of that. And when you say feed sack, um, those of us who live here on the East Coast, our horse feed comes in these pseudo-plastic rattly things. Do you mean feed sack, or do you mean a burlap sack, or does it make a difference? It really don't make a difference. If, you're, if your horse has been desensitized to bags and flags and tarps and stuff like that, the noise is not going to matter that much when it's dragging on the ground. So I, I, would, I usually use a, uh, like a burlap gunny sack or one of, the break, one of those uh, the plastic grain sacks that aren't real crinkly. They're kind of a woven material. Got it, yes. And they're, and they're not real crinkly. And when you add sawdust to them and it's dragging on the ground, it doesn't make any crinkling noises anyway. So. They're even less, because everybody knows crinkling is deadly to a horse. Well, occasionally, but <laughs> if they're trained the right way, they wouldn't be. <laughs> yes, but genetically. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's very useful. So you start from the ground and then work your way up. Now, for... Those of us who ride English and don't have a handy-dandy saddle horn to dally, in dally meaning wrap the rope around the saddle horn, um, right. 
obviously we would not be able to pull anything large. Do you have any no, recommend? Is there anything different in the process of of teaching the horse this if you're riding in an English saddle versus a Western saddle? No, the process is the same. It's just you're not going to be able to. You're going to just have to have stronger arms to pull something bigger because you don't have the horn to, to tie to and let the horse do the work. There we go. Well, that, that's a good reason to ride in Western saddle. I'll take it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was useful and succinct, as I would expect, Smokey. Thank you very much. For our listeners out there who can't who can't get enough of your sage advice, uh, where can they find you on the Internet? I have a website. It's www.smokybranneman.com, and my email is on there, and I'm also on Facebook. Just look my name up, and you'll find me. That's super and duper. I'm more than happy to answer questions and talk to folks and try and help them out. And as an extra note, uh, Smokey is also a talented author. He has several excellent books available for sale right there on his website and some nifty T-shirts, too. And that's a wrap. To listen to all of Smokey's tips, just go to horsetipdaily.com and type Smokey in the search field located in the top right-hand corner. And on the left side of the page, you will find the Topics drop-down menu where you'll find tips on everything from barn care to websites for horse people. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Today's podcast has been brought to you through the generous support of equestriancollections.com. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.